Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. If your go-to card is a debit card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. It's going to be like that song that we were discussing earlier, uh, Rude, by yes. the band Magic, uh, in which the singer asks his girlfriend's uh, old-fashioned father for mm-hmm. her hand in marriage, and her father says no, and then the chorus, uh, why'd you have to be so rude? Don't you know I'm human, too? I only learned that that I'm is gonna when marry they her saw anyway. Him. So why did you ask for permission, buddy? <laughs> Welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on The Bachelor and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love The Bachelor or love to hate it, we're here to break down every single delicious moment with you. I'm Emma Gray. And I'm Claire Fallon. So, Sarah, um, I have a really important question to ask you. I know you don't have a mic right now, but you are sitting there on your chair um, watching over us. And do I have permission and does Claire have permission to start this podcast? Wow. She said yes. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) This is great. Unfortunately, I'm not ready to start the podcast. Claire, no one cares about your feelings. Wow. Okay. It's blunt but honest and I like that. We also have to ask permission from our special guest today, our colleague, uh, culture writer, senior writer here at HuffPost, Lee Blickley. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for this, guys. Uh, (laughs) Too bad. Give me a call in a few weeks and I'll decide that. Uh, Did your father give you permission to be here is the real question. You know what? I I didn't even ask him, but I'm sure he Lee's married, so Lee has to ask her husband. Yeah, my husband gave me permission, though, to be here. Okay, so we're good. He's the umbrella that covers you. Exactly. And then you cover bachelor recapping mm-hmm. um here that's how so, it works yeah, yeah and i go back to him and i ask permission yeah. exactly um so thank you so much for joining us today for hometowns um i i want to just say up front this episode's gonna be very repetitive <laughs> that's how it was last night um and i'm not excited to rehash it unfortunately no no, I'm not super excited. I almost forgot it was hometowns because all I could focus on was all of the conversations uh, with dads and how frustrated I was with the show's very retrograde view of, of marriage. But, you know, we'll persevere. We saw there were some fun moments in there. There was a shower. 
Colton's showered again. Actually, we start with a shower. <laughs> I mean, as always, though, when don't we start with a shower? I, exactly. I mean, I no started vlog. No, yeah, vlog, no vlog, but no a shower. Vlog. I no started, vlog in the shower. I started close reading the shower scenes. Like I start being like, <laughs> oh, I noticed this shower appears to be an indoor shower. Very. Mm. He's definitely, you know, getting a lot of water on himself. His, was there soap involved? It's unclear, hard to say. but I saw a lot of water running over him. He gets out. He's definitely indoors. Puts on a towel, looks in a mirror. So he's in a sort of conventional bathroom setting. Um, big mirror, though. And and big muscles. Plenty for us to look at. <laughs> yes. Um, so he's. this is sort of his meditative moment. And, you know, we all prepare for our biggest relationship moments in the shower. Um, and then by sort of staring at each other sternly in a mirror and being like, you know, let's do this. <laughs> Come on. Come so on, Claire. I'm myself up. Um <laughs> And first, he's headed to Kaylin's hometown. In Fredericksburg, Virginia. Mm-hmm. They saw a lot of beautiful sights in a horse-drawn carriage, including Kaylin's pediatrician. <laughs> the best Fredericksburg has to offer. I just want to note that the carriage had two coach women, which was just amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, why do there need to be two of them? First of all, look, it's a two-woman job. And then I was like, are they like a couple whose dream was to open a quaint coach and, uh, you know, horse and carriage business in Fredericksburg. And now they're like, we just want to spend all our time and join this business together. Was one of them a trainee? Well, perhaps they were just fighting over who got to ride the bachelor around in in the carriage. So they just decided, let's do it together. Little did they know how much they would throw me off. You know, it's really distracting. (laughs) All the theories. (laughs) I was like, maybe this is the real story. Um, So we do see Kaylin's pediatrician and she tells him, that she would lock herself in a closet when it was time to get her blood pressure taken. <laughs> and her blood pressure? I th- or something? I thought her, how often was did she her get her blood drawn? How often did you get your blood drawn as a kid, though? I feel like I never I did. Well, didn't you just uh, get the finger prick? Yeah, like, I got yeah. finger pricks and, and shots, but I did but, which hate, isn't getting blood drawn. But I did needles. hate getting my blood pressure taken. Really? The pressure on your arm is very uncomfortable. Yeah. I was far more afraid of the needles. Yeah, me too. Well, I just never got my blood drawn, so it wasn't like a thing. But... I hated the prick to begin with, so me too. if you suck a needle in my arm, I'd be done. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently her mom was uh, was a phlebotomist. Is that what she said? Just like Tasha, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of phlebotomists on, on our screen last night. So they get ice cream, uh, soft serve. And she says the best part about Carl's ice cream is that it smells really good. And then, get this, she smushes the ice cream into his nose. Oh, how cute. (laughs) This is honestly kind of the most personality we see from any of them. I know. Like, this date was actually my favorite, this hometown. Well, except uh, when— It ended so quickly. I told you that I noticed when, after the ice cream smush, Colton was like, oh, you smell like ice cream. And she's like, I wonder why. Oh, my God. And that's when I poured myself a big glass of wine. I was like, I'm in it. I'm Here's in it for another one. Yeah. I don't think that ice cream smells like anything. No. Like, that's— Sometimes soft serve does have a distinct smell. Is it a good smell? Yeah. I don't buy it. I don't know that it would, like, be very apparent, though, out in the world. <laughs> I think, like, when you walk into an ice cream shop, there can be a smell. Okay. You I, smell, mean, I love you smell like an ice cream I just, I'm shop. an ice cream enthusiast, so I support <laughs> That's true. ice cream. I see a lot of ice cream on your Instagram. Uh, <laughs> and 
So they sit under a tree. They talk about, like, getting a dog together. And she's like, yes, yes, that's what I want. Give it to me. Inject it into my veins. Kids, a dog, travel. Just, like, an idyllic view of the future. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is when she tells him that her uh, biological dad is not at all involved in her life. And ever since she was around four, she was raised by her stepdad. It seems like this is probably something they had talked about before. um, Mm -hmm. But they just hadn't aired it. it. Yeah. 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 And I was... I wonder if they made her retell it just in case. Yeah. (laughs) So they head to Kaylin's home. There are just a whole bunch of people waiting in Kaylin's backyard. And... Uh, this is the first of several hometowns where we sort of see Colton come into the the family home and start chatting with people. And then you see the dad watching. Glaring. Like a detective (laughs) in like a noir film. He's like bobbing his head around. He's like, what's going on over here with this guy? It it was sort of unsettling. (laughs) It was it was very different. We haven't we haven't seen that set up before which is tons of people in a yard and yeah. then they're just yeah they focus in on the dad it's almost make like they it more were, dramatic they like, bring more people so that we can separate you, him from the dad yeah. for longer and get those suspicious like yeah, never introduce those people the entire focus of all four of the dates seem to be on the dads yep automatically yeah. too man to man you know you gotta see that man to man interaction <laughs> um yeah, it it made me uh, a little un- uncomfortable, um, and I was thinking about like, what if I had introduced a boyfriend to my family, and I saw my dad in the corner, <laughs> just like, like being like, stop. "Can he see me? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Is he touching my daughter's shoulder?" Um, but uh, he, yeah, he's like, I don't know if I'm thrilled about all this touching or how they're like feeding each other like it's a wedding cake. Yeah. I was like, they're dating. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, Sorry, John. <laughs> so finally we get into these conversations. Uh, her sister is very skeptical um, that this is a real relationship and that Kaylin is really being considered enough about whether Colton is the right guy for her. Um, and the the specter of sort of Kaylin's past experience with sexual assault is hanging over all of this is yeah. that they've seen Caitlin go, Caitlin go through so much and they don't want her to get hurt again or to trust the wrong guy um, but uh, Caitlin's feeling very confident she's mm-hmm. like he makes me feel safe uh, we do see Caitlin's mom talk with Colton um, and he's like we're falling in love we've said it to each other I'm very excited about this. Uh, we've had some trials together, mm-hmm. and that's what makes our bond so special. What do you guys think he was referring to? Was it the, talking about sexual assault, or was it that he briefly believed that she I was scheming against yeah. him? I really, yeah. really think it was that latter. I always find it so weird when that sort of thing is framed as, like, a healthy, like, thing you went through together. And it's like, you mean that thing where you, like, did not trust her? Yeah. And then immediately it was like, okay, I trust you. You say that you're ready. So you're totally ready. They really yeah. battled through that together. Yeah. It was a trial. <laughs> yeah, just like in real life. Tested uh, as if by fire through, you know, the blaze of suspicion. <laughs> um, and then her uh, stepdad, her dad, sits down with Kaylin. I did really like that mm-hmm. they, in, in his Chiron, it just said Kaylin's dad mm-hmm. um, without qualification. I thought that yeah. was... Nice. I think that the show has at least 
made baby steps towards treating uh, family structures that aren't like mom, dad together for 30 years with um, more respect than they Mm -hmm. used to. And I appreciated that. There was an interesting tension, I felt like, where she's like, he's my stepdad. He's also my dad. She calls him John instead of dad. Um, And then when she sort of tells him, like, you've been like my dad, he seems almost surprised by it. Mm -hmm. Like, I got the sense that, like, he's been there in the way that a dad would, but that they've kept up certain, like, distinctions and boundaries and that he felt really touched uh, in that moment to hear that she felt like he was really her father. Um, And so they have this very sweet conversation. This was my favorite part of perhaps the entire episode. Mm -hmm. I it did. Was really sweet. I thought it was so funny, though, how he was like, you know, are you really sure about this? And she's like, yes, I feel very strongly. Colton makes me feel safe. He makes me feel comfortable. It feels very natural. And he's like, well, it sounds like you could just be friends. <laughs> Do you really need to get married? I loved that. I thought it was really funny. It's like, oh, yeah, shoot. You know what, Dad? Yes, I do actually just want to be friends with I, him. I got very confused. I also felt like he was about to say do you really want to get married right now at 23? And then he sort of stopped himself and was like, do, do you want to get married? Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you could tell he didn't want to. The parents are all making calculations where they don't want to embarrass their child on national television, but also, as Cassie's dad says later on, they haven't gotten to speak to their child since they left, yeah. and they won't get to speak to them again until after. Yeah. So it's this, it is this weird tension that I that I felt like was, you could see it more explicitly uh, in this episode. Yeah. Uh, and he clearly doesn't he doesn't want to like overstep and be like, you're too young to know right. what. But um, but the idea that the alternative is for her to just be friends <laughs> was like very old fashioned sounding yeah. to me. It's like you can court and get married or you can <laughs> be, be like friends. friends. How do you know you guys like, are I just think friends? They're, I think they're not friends. <laughs> and she was like sort of offended. Like, what do you mean? No, we're meant to be like yeah. he, he protects me. He's he's my guy. And he was just like. Sure. Yeah, he sounds like a good buddy. Yeah. Like someone you could trust to take you home, you know, or like call him if a date's not going yeah. well. I mean, I, I would probably hear if I were her, like, you think he's not into me. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sure that's what she was hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have a really sweet, sweet moment where yeah, they talk yeah. about the role that he played in her life. And, it was so sweet. And John cries, and I really love this, like, show of... Uh, adult male emotion without any qualifications, without any shame. Um, and I, you know, I want to see that more often on yeah. TV. Yeah. So. And like you said, it must be like such a weird thing for cameras to just come into their house and film all of this. And they haven't seen their daughter in weeks. And here she is just. I might marry this yeah, guy. <laughs> this is the guy of my dreams. And and then she says all that sweet stuff about it. He was just tearful. It was really sweet to see. It was very genuine, I felt like. Yeah. He he had one I of the agree. most genuine moments. Of yeah, last it, it, night. it really didn't feel super produced, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a very nice chat. And then Colton sits down with John <laughs> um and is like we're falling in love with each other. In retrospect, Colton says I'm falling in love to all the women and like it, it annoyed me at the time, but especially with Kaylin, he told her parents and like he told her like I'm falling in love with your daughter and like but not as much as I'm falling in love with right. the other three. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that should at least be like a little tell. Like you shouldn't be saying it to all four of the women. Yeah, no. And their families. And their families. 
like there's no point, reason. There's at that just point, no reason. I feel like that should mean something. Mm-hmm. Like it really shouldn't be just the thing you say to all of them. Like you say, I'm so excited about your daughter. Like your daughter and I like really get along. And I'm not he questioning. Have an idea at this right. point, like who maybe will, is not at the top. So. You know, err on the side of caution before you're like, Like, I'm in love with her. I don't question that he has real feelings for all of these women. I believe it. It's a very weird situation. Things are accelerated. But, like, just be a little bit more careful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And so Colton is like, I know that you're an unbelievable person. And Kaylin speaks very highly of you. And so... I don't know that I'll be able to talk to you again before the finale. So if Kaylin's and my feelings develop and we want to, you know, get engaged, I want your permission to marry Kaylin. I, like, groaned audibly. (laughs) The first of many. I mean... Use the term permission. Use the term permission so many times. I should have counted. It was at least, like, seven times. So many. And that was the edited version. So we have no idea. (laughs) Um, so John is like, are you really ready? And Colton's like, yes. And John says, I need a promise that it would be a lifelong commitment. And if so, you would have my permission to marry Kaylin. And Colton's like, yes, definitely. Yep. Easy peasy. Done. I mean, what are these people going to say? Like, no, I envision this being a starter marriage. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> just try it on out. Um, and... John is like, well, I feel comfortable supporting you then. Like, we feel like we've really prepared Kaylin for adulthood and to make these decisions, which is nice. Yeah. And then they look at a home video of young Kaylin. Just a little cherub. So cute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then she's like, I'm in love with you now. Yeah. And, and Colton's like, great. Now I know I will be cutting you. Yeah. <laughs> It's nice to have that little extra bit of information that lets me know for sure that I'm not into this. Um, And next, it's time to see Hannah in Birmingham, Alabama. This date, guys. Wow. Yep. (laughs) I think it's incredible that she did not get sent home when she dedicated her entire date time to getting an etiquette lesson. What a nightmare on every level. Just like a little sample of what life might be like with me. I will surprise you with an extremely boring, uncomfortable thing where you'll be berated for not eating your bread correctly. Because you're in Alabama. Yeah. On the other hand, I was like, maybe her family is so intense that this is like the nicest thing she could do for him is to like prepare him for their scrutiny, which I wouldn't be thrilled about that either. (laughs) But then you find out that her family like likes to watch her rap. Um, during dinner. Oh, well, so we will get to that. <laughs> Those things are not mutually exclusive. They're like, eat your bread one tear- torn off piece at a time and pretend to rap, but it's cute because you're a blonde girl. Yeah, etiquette. <laughs> also, Birmingham has so much interesting history. It's like, there's, it's hugely important to the civil yeah, rights can movement. Can you imagine like, Hannah giving him a civil rights tour of no, Birmingham? No, I'm just saying. Let's be realistic. I'm just here. saying what we saw of Birmingham <laughs> was uh, an etiquette class. Yeah. And I'm just pointing out. Right. And it's not just an etiquette there. class. It was sort of, well, so <laughs> first he does he does the classic, you know, walks with a book on his head to practice his posture. He's very good at it. He learns how to pull I mean, out a chair for Hannah. He's an athlete. He certainly is. Um, Put his napkin on his lap. They sit down, and he's and she, the etiquette uh, coach says, and now the first thing we're going to do, and Colton says, say grace. 
And she laughs and laughs and laughs and laughs. Bless your heart. What a moron. I mean, dear God. Uh, Obviously, the first thing you do is put your napkin on your lap, Colton, you dumb. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're just, you're a Southern belle. I just always, I would never speak to a man in that. I would. I would also terms. never say grace before putting my. No, I mean you also no, would ever. not incorrectly rip your bread. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I never say grace or put my napkin on my lap. <laughs> I always forget to put my napkin on my lap. Mm-hmm. And then there's crumbs everywhere. And exactly. You're like, oh. And then I'm only hurting same. myself. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I usually eat at my coffee table. Yeah. Right. So it's just mm-hmm. yeah, it's a mess. I do eat my bread in a dainty manner, though. <laughs> but I think that's just because I'm really aware that if I t- hold a huge hunk and roll <laughs> up to my mouth and just rip into it, the crumbs are going to get everywhere. And people will just look at me and be like, "That disgusting woman." See, <laughs> I like grotesque. that when I eat bread. And then last night, I became very so anxious <laughs> when I learned that you're supposed to rip it into tiny pieces and butter, butter it, and yeah. then eat it. Oh no, I just that's a lot of work. <laughs> I just go for it. My my grandma took me on a trip when I was like 12 years old, I think mainly to teach me table manners. Mm-hmm. She took us all each on trips. And then the whole time, you know, every day at lunch and dinner, it's, you know, elbows off the table. Mm-hmm. Tear a bite of that bread off before you eat. Oh, my God, Claire, you have experience and in etiquette. And I still forget to put my napkin on my lap. Okay, so – he does everything wrong. He takes the bread before Hannah gets to take the bread. He doesn't tear off the bites. Um, but he's game. He's, like, here to learn. Hannah's being very quiet and one, supportive. You know, one thing I will say for Colton, he is totally unashamed of being terrible at things. And I appreciate that <laughs> yeah, about him. That's true. <laughs> um, it's like once you've been so good at football, it's like nothing else matters. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we get into the sort of extremely Christian part of the etiquette lesson. Wow. We have to... We have to talk about mm-hmm. this. So this is when uh, the etiquette coach says, if I handed you an umbrella, what would it be for? And he said, it protects things from falling on you, which is like the rain? an interesting yeah. way to describe <laughs> like, an umbrella. Not rain, just things. Just things. <laughs> like, just go out in the middle of the day. <laughs> oh, there's debris falling. <laughs> I gotta bring my umbrella. Good thing I have this yeah. fabric umbrella to protect I'm like, me. My umbrella breaks just from like a little bit of wind in yeah. New York City. Yeah. So I, I don't know how much it can protect me from. Um, other than rain. Other than rain. Um, and and so you're the, a psychopath if you carry it in the snow. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I carry my umbrella in the oh, snow. Oh, God, Claire. Claire's a psychopath. One of those people. No, I mean, if it's wet snow, you know, you do what you have to That's do. That's true. Mostly it's to protect my eyes. I hate snow being whipped into my eyes. I just always put my hood up, but then it Same. just blows. I'm just like, whatever, I give up. Yes, Again, it's really in New tough York City. Out here. It is. It's, you know. Uh, okay, fine, Claire. I respect I your right to carry your umbrella in the snow. Thank you. It's my value. <laughs> um, so then. Uh, it's the, tradition. <laughs> I give you permission, Claire. Thank you, Lee. You're welcome. I've always, I've always I'm like to wait for Greg right now permission. just to make sure. Yeah, that's right. Or, or maybe her dad. We should get it. Yeah. Yeah. Ideally both. You know, yeah. I have a counsel. Um, so the etiquette coach says, well, think of the umbrella. Hannah's parents have been holding an umbrella over her since she was born. And now they want to know if they can pass the umbrella to Colton and trust him to protect her. And he's like, mm-hmm. yes, ma'am. Totally. For sure. Now, this sounded a little bit oddly familiar and bizarre to me, and then uh, it sort of went right over my head. Me too. Uh, but I am a Jew, so this apparently is not a concept that's in my 
my people's culture. Mm-hmm. So someone messaged me, and I also saw this elsewhere on Twitter. And yeah, pointed someone out, tweeted it at me, too. Yeah, once I saw the Twitter yeah. threads going. And pointed out that this is uh, a metaphor that uh, is used in fundamentalist, like, evangelical uh, faiths, um, like Bill Gothard, who is sort of the uh, religious leader followed by the Duggars, uh, who has a very interesting history that you can look up on Wikipedia. <laughs> by interesting, I mean terrible. Um, Claire went down the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, it's pretty dark. Yeah. But so what the graphic that, that you'll see is uh, a large umbrella uh, with that is Christ, and underneath that umbrella is the husband, whose job is to protect and provide for the family, and underneath that is the wife, who uh, looks after the children. She just manages them. Yeah, yeah. she's not a protector. She, she is. She is them. the smallest umbrella. Mm-hmm. She protects. I guess when they have a baby, she will also hold the umbrella over the baby, just like Hannah's mom did with her. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't have to hold her own umbrella over no. her own head. Uh, that's Colton's job mm-hmm. um, as the patriarch, as the, the protector patriarch. and provider. The protector yep. and provider. Women don't protect themselves or, or provide pro- for their families or provide for their families. Yeah, no. yeah. yeah I mean, ideally. You know, it's hard out here, post-feminism. Oh, my you God. Know. Uh, yeah, so. It just makes my hands, like, clamp. Like, this is just ridiculous. So if you're wondering why can't Hannah hold her own umbrella, there's a whole theological deal behind that. Um, Lee, have you, do you have a tiny umbrella to hold over your <laughs> Yeah, I just have the tiny. We had a baby recently, and um, she's almost six months old, and and the umbrella is super tiny that I hold. (laughs) You're gonna have to Uh, keep getting it like a little bigger, but never as big as the one that your husband is holding. Exactly, because you know I'm not the one at work uh, (laughs) providing for my family while my husband's home watching our darling daughter. So. Um, you know, does I'm, not compute. Does he no. feel emasculated by the fact that you're clearly holding the umbrella over him right now? I doubt it. <laughs> Something for him to think about. <laughs> you know, what? I'm going to go home and ask. Him. I'm going to show him this diagram and be like, maybe we should switch places. Yeah, yeah. I according mean, to the Duggars, <laughs> this is the way to do you gotta. it. It's a very convincing diagram. Oh. You know, a, a graphic just does things to my brain chemistry yeah. where I'm like, I believe this now. Men, it's in the graphic. Men clearly, you know, they can't they can't love and manage their children. It's Guys, our job. What? Yeah. I don't even have a job. Like, I don't have a husband no. or Christ. Your job so what are you doing? To let your parents hold an umbrella over you. Oh, right, my dad. Right, right. Until yeah. they my can dad pass is still, it. Yeah. I guess I can manage my home because I do own my own home. But that just is confusing to this yeah. whole graphic. Just remember that a woman is always a child until she becomes a mother. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we are both children, mm-hmm. you and I. I am yeah, not a yeah. child. Wow, you are. Leah's just radiating you, strength right now. You are. Well, you're a manager. I'm you're a, manager. a manager of yeah. the home. Yeah. I'm just a manager of that my you, daughter. A manager of the home and your daughter that you've yeah. abandoned to go to your job. And, so. and eventually, reflect on that. Eventually, no one's going to come to me to ask permission to marry my beautiful daughter Teddy. They're just going to go straight to Will because you got to you know, go to the big umbrella. Yeah, yeah. he's the big umbrella. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Colton's into this. He's like, I can hold an umbrella. I'm huge. Uh, I, just <laughs> I mean, say, he would hold it very high up. Yes, which is I nice. like to hold the umbrella over me and my husband mm-hmm. because I like to be in control of where the umbrella is. <laughs> that is and not then he's surprising. always like, it's hitting the top of my head. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> See, I hold the umbrella and it's always above me. And my husband is like sort of outside <laughs> trying to be like, uh, I'm getting rained on. I feel like my hair is the priority yeah. in our relationship. I mean, that seems fair. Yeah. Your hair is beautiful. Beautiful. Doesn't he want my hair to keep looking this yeah, good? Greg's hair is fine. Yeah. The debris That's can it. hit. Greg. Yeah. He's yeah. fine. He has a hood. It's whatever. Okay. So at this point, the etiquette coach is like, 
you're ready for marriage. So he heads <laughs> off to meet the larger umbrella of her fa- I think of the etiquette lady as a tiny umbrella. Mm-hmm. He's heading off to meet the real umbrella now, her family. And they're very impressed that he pulls out the chair. So great job on those etiquette lessons. Yep. But then he gives a toast that her mom does not care for. Oh, my God. Her mom's face is just epic. <laughs> <laughs> She looks so confused. She's just like, what? Why? She probably knows that he said this to every other family he met. Also, I can't imagine how weird it must be to, like, have a child that you raised for, like, 23 years that you know so well. And then to have this guy you've never met come in, never even heard of, into your home and be like, what a special woman this is. Thank you for your role in turning her into such a person that I care about so much. She feels like like my home to Mm -hmm. me. Right. Yeah. As soon as I met her, she felt like home. And her mom was like, really? Yeah. How interesting. (laughs) I feel the same way ever since she came out of my loins. (laughs) I felt like she was sort of the most important thing in the entire world to me. So why don't you leave? Um, And they do seem a little possessive of Hannah. They seem to have a very like old-fashioned like these are our beautiful baby girls. And well, the other young women that were there were her cousins, cousins. I think okay. she said. Yeah, and me- and then she said her best friend, but they never differentiated yeah. as to who was the cousins and who was I always the best my friend. thing at hometowns is I always just guess. Yeah. I'm like who they I seem don't like they're about the age to be sisters. I don't understand the why they don't make a more liberal use of the Chirons. There's yeah. so many names and so many people. Yeah, like show us give me a Chiron. So we're not sitting there like, "Oh my god, who is this?" Yeah, give them all fun little professions if that helps. Um so Hannah G sits down with her cousins and they're like, are you scared of his virginity? And she's like, no, not at all. It's never made me question anything about him. Uh, Wink, wink. She's never questioned it. Um, It just makes her like happy. It's part of him. That's great. I love it. And they're like, cool. (laughs) Um, And meanwhile, Colton is sitting with her dad and saying that he knows how special Hannah is. And Something that he feels is important, very important, very, very important, is a father's permission. And (sighs) I would like your permission to marry Hannah. Hannah's dad is not thrilled. Yeah. But that blows me away a little bit. I remember when he said that. Yeah. It was interesting. He In a looked good way very or a bad dis- way. <laughs> he looked very displeased. But yeah. then, but then he's he was like, like, "Wow, man, took a lot of yeah. took a lot of courage. took a lot of balls to come in yeah. and say that to me. I love it. Um, <laughs> you no. automatically get permission." <laughs> he's like, "That's hard to do what you just did." Um, but he's like, a- "If it, if it continues working this well for you guys, then I I give you my blessing." Boom, done. Check. Hug. He's like, I can Check. leave now. Thank you very much. Good <laughs> yeah. to meet Got you. Got that permission Checks slip it off the list. Hand it to producers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Hannah talks with her mom, uh, who's like, you know, he seems nice. I just really don't want you to get hurt. And Hannah's like, of course, like, I don't want to be a coin toss, but he's validated that for me. And her mom is like, how, though? And I'm glad she asked that follow-up yeah. question because the answer is terrible. Hannah's like, Basically, like, I know it's going to be me because he does the little things, like, mm-hmm. accepting who I am. And I was like, how do you think he's acting with the other women? Also, is that a little thing? Like, no. accepting you for who you fundamentally yeah. are as a person? That's just, like, I one think of the big things. Means, like, that's a big thing. I think what she was really thinking is, would this virginal man have thrown me up against the wall of a yeah. shower and stuck yeah. his tongue down my throat <laughs> yeah. if he did not intend? And the answer is yes. Yes, yeah. he Yes, would. he definitely would. <laughs> 
Um, it's the little things. <laughs> it's just the little things. Like shower makeup. Yeah. Yeah. If I were her mom, I would be like, oh, honey. Like, I love not... her mom, though, is like the champ of the night because she was she was the only one questioning, like, what the heck is this? <laughs> yeah, I know. And the dad just like, she oh, my God, that took balls. Yeah. Yeah. The dads are all just like, wow, great job asking me for permission. <laughs> I loved that. And I respected her mom's like goblet of white wine. <laughs> and I was just I was there. Was Hannah relatable. had one, too. I was like, these women. You got it. You yeah. got it. Like yeah. this camera crew's in your house. Yeah. You're like, who is this dude? I thought my daughter was going to go get a few more Instagram followers and instead she might get engaged. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is going on here? Um, but uh, the the date wraps up pretty well. Everything went fine. As he leaves, they both admit that they're falling in love with each other. Things are progressing really well in all four of his relationships. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more from Hometowns and uh, Permission Slips from Fathers. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service that's all about helping you have fun and get creative with your style. There's dressy stuff, trendy going out clothes, casual tops, and premium jeans. I mean, you name it, and Newly has it. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. Fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility are also included. Plus the option to buy what you love. I love Newly so much. I actually have bought several items that I found through Newly and they are staples in my wardrobe. Most recently, I've been looking for the perfect pair of jeans, which is a constant quest because my body is always changing and also jean styles are always changing. I was trying out this month the A. Goldie Pinchwaist jeans, which are sort of legendary for how flattering they are. And it was exciting to get to try them out without sending 200 of my dollars away. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code LTSI20. Just go to NUULY.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code LTSI20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code LTSI20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So it's been a few years now, but I still look back on my time planning my wedding so fondly. I mean, I was so excited to get married to my partner and to plan a big party that really reflected who we are and our friend groups and our families. And it was also very complicated and there were lots of moving parts. It wasn't always easy. Well, Claire, maybe you should have used Zola because you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place with Zola. Yes, I thought this many times in the years since. I mean, with Zola, you have free planning tools like a customizable checklist and website. There's a venue and vendor discovery tool that matches you with your dream team. I mean, everything on Zola is just designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are super fun to create and a wedding registry packed with gifts that you actually want, Zola takes you from save the date right to think so much without breaking a sweat. When I was planning my wedding, honestly, it was just so hard to keep track of every 
component of the planning process, it would have been so much easier in retrospect and let me enjoy the really fun parts of planning a wedding more if I just had everything centralized. And that is exactly what Zola makes so easy. I mean, that is like the number one advice I would give anyone planning a wedding today. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am someone who is perpetually facing the issue of my closet is messy and full, and yet I feel like I have nothing to wear. Mm -hmm. But Quince has been an absolute game changer for my style. Same. If I really need a new luxury basic, I know where I'm going to find one that is going to fit the bill, work for a lot of different occasions and styles. And I'm also going to stay on budget, which is a huge plus. They have items like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for just $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14-karat gold jewelry. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passing... uh, and passes the savings on to us. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for their wardrobe basics. Like I have a really amazing leather blazer from Quince, but I also have gotten really into like their luggage and travel accessories. I just purchased an incredible like neoprene weekender bag and it is such high quality. The color is beautiful. And I spent about half as much as I would have spent on a very similar product from a fancier brand name. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash LTSI. If you're a wine lover, here's a little secret. There is a personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks. It's called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to discover new wines you're guaranteed to enjoy. To start, you just answer a few questions on their website about what flavors you like, how often you drink wine, and if you prefer red, white, or rosé. As always, I love a quiz. (laughs) And based on the answers that you give, First Leaf curates a really amazing selection of wines just for you. Later, when you rate those wines, your wine selection gets even more tailored. Choose when the wine is delivered and how often to get new assortments of wine. If you want wine pairing advice or to talk about the wines in your box, you can always speak with one of their First Leaf experts. As someone who loves wine but really doesn't know much about why I like certain bottles and what it goes with, this is such an incredible way to get to know your own taste in wine better. I know. I totally agree. I got to try the Chenin Blanc from South Africa that is part of First Leaf's premium wines collection, and it was so good, and it was not something that I would have necessarily picked out myself a quiz, and good wine. I mean, everyone's winning here. (laughs) Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with First Leaf. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI to get your first box. That's T-R-Y firstleaf.com slash LTSI. Tryfirstleaf.com slash LTSI. 
One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. As they should. Learning a language is so important. So if that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list with Babbel, the science-backed learning language app that actually works. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are designed by over 150 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks, which is kind of wild. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college, aka so, so many days of waking up for an 830 class that I maybe didn't need to do at all. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Personally, I've been trying to brush up on some basic French because I am headed to go work from Paris for a few weeks and... It's been really helpful because my French is not good, but now I don't have to sound like such an idiot. (laughs) You can never sound like an idiot, but Babbel can definitely help. Here's a special limited time deal for listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash LTSI. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash LTSI. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash LTSI. Rules and restrictions may apply. Next is Tasha, and she meets him with a blindfold. And, and her hometown is in uh, Orange County? I think it's Casa del Mar, California. So like she and Cassie are both in California. Yes. But yeah. I thought the same thing because I was like, where are they skydiving? And then at the end, I think that's where it was, but somewhere in yeah. California. It okay. wasn't yeah. like a real hometown flavor kind of day. Yeah. Um, so she puts on the blindfold. She's like, this is not the bird box challenge. So we know that Bird Box had already been yeah, a thing. Yeah, I was like, wait, when was this Which, I, what the Which hell? threw me, because I was like, wow, Isn't this is filmed recent? like uh, four weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? Like, when Bird did Box Bird was Box January, so. Yeah. And it had to be somewhere warm, because they were skydiving, and it was beautiful weather, so. Could that have been a Frankenbite? Because I don't think they were still filming in January. Like, could they have, like had her say it later or yeah, did because or wasn't he filming it? in November because wasn't he already or maybe it came out in December I was very thrown off by this because he was already done at that point he was like going around doing press in January yeah. for the show I mean I my I oh, have to no, Bird Box it. came out November 12th Oh okay really This would have been right cuz they wrap up filming right before Thanksgiving But are they allowed to Watch the producer must have shown her something when because you know aren't they sequestered with their producer for the the period of time? There's a great Netflix movie out right now. She was probably like, I got to make this joke because it's literally the only piece of pop culture I've seen. It's not even Bird Box like. A joke about Bird Box. It's a joke about the Bird Box challenge. challenge. When did that start? Pretty much right away. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the day it came out that so, started. But that's also like something that she would have like seen on social media. Right. Clearly her producer was letting her look now, at the Now did Colton internet. like know what the Bird Box challenge was? Or was he like, what are you saying? They were like, <laughs> remember when we did the damn Daniel thing and it was already like six months late? We've got to mm-hmm. be really on time yeah. with our memes this mm-hmm. time. And still kind of late, but... Eerily, yeah. Then they threw out like, timely. "Oh my God, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper at the Oscars." And yeah. you're like, "They predicted the future." <laughs> so she's like, "I'm gonna see if he trusts me." She puts him in a jeep. He's very nervous. We ride in a car blindfolded, and uh, I don't blame him. 
Uh, <laughs> and, and then he, like, whacks his head when she can't drive correctly. Yeah. She's like, don't worry, I'm a very good driver, and immediately, like, drives into a ditch. Um, but fortunately, Jeeps are extremely rugged. Mm-hmm. Um, like and, Colton. But it's, like, cute to see their dynamic. They're both, like, yeah, very upbeat, it. like, joking about, like, oh, is this our first fight? Like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's the kind of dynamic we don't really see much with a lot of his other front runners yeah. is them actually having any interaction that is in like feels real and pleasant that isn't like making out. Um, so I liked it. Yeah, these two really like had a good they have a great chemistry. Yeah. And it was the first time that I was actually like, oh, maybe he does actually like her. But he didn't bring yeah. up like the whole the drama of the previous episode about how she kind of tattletailed on everybody. Yeah. I think they've just decided. Yeah. He's, they just, do that. he's definitely all. decided yeah. to ignore it. He's like, I'm not mean. They do have such an interesting uh, vibe because if they were like a year in, I'd be like, this is the ideal. Like they're infatuated. Mm-hmm. But since it's so early, it feels like the wrong kind of like infatuated to yeah. me. Like, which is kind of the problem with the whole process is that usually you get to like experience the full range of like at first you're besotted and you make out all the time and like look into each other's eyes and sigh and then you get really comfortable and start acting like a couple couple and instead uh, he has some girls he just makes out with all the time and then like some girls that he like actually talks to mm-hmm. um, so she's oh my god surprise skydiving oh my god she's not that afraid of heights <laughs> no. I'm she put it out not. <laughs> if you're like let's skydive I'll do it then you're not afraid of heights and yeah. Colton looks terrified I the loved poor it. guy he, it's <laughs> just all the blood drained which down I would be too if you were like so welcome to my hometown oh, I, I would have a panic yeah. attack yeah no yeah I would not be excited also I feel like she kind of got the she got the bungee jumping date and was like he's more afraid than I am yeah. I'm gonna totally turn the tables and I we've never seen a contestant do that before I loved it um, I also love the, the instructor so much too, like his jokes about falling. Follow <laughs> <laughs> like, the light. See a white light. <laughs> yeah. Um, they really played up the drama of how dangerous this all is. Like all the sign lingering on the signs that yeah. say like, propellers chop off heads, um, which really made me think a lot about what would have to go wrong to to fly to go into a propeller as you exited the plane. Mm-hmm. Um, did the physics of that work at all? Could it happen? I wow, a lot to be terrified. A lot of. to think about. Um, so uh, he's like, "I think this is payback for when I made her bungee jump when she probably didn't want to," and he's freaking out. And at that point, I was like, "This is not strategic mm-hmm. to me to make this move." I feel like often when the women like prank the lead, he is like, "Haha," but actually hates it. Yeah. Like when yeah. uh, Desiree. Well, that was. It was a stupid yeah. prank. But, like, I do feel like they're sort of like, oh, I hi, I can play long. I'm game. But, like, if I get to choose another woman who won't do that to me, I will. Um, but they end up having a great time. I mean, I'm sure there was a lot of adrenaline shooting through mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And, like, the camera shots were really cool. And yeah. it looked beautiful. Oh, it looked like so much fun. And then, but I loved after it was over, he's like, I'm not nervous at all for anything in life ever. Like, (laughs) this just cleared me of every emotion I've ever felt. Is that how I cure my anxiety disorder? We should go skydiving. He has a very short term frame on everything. He's like, I feel feel a lot of confidence now. So I guess I'm going to feel like that forever, probably. It's crazy (laughs) how how it happens. It's usually how it works. But then he's meeting like, the hardest hitting dad and then he just automatically says 
hey, uh, after skydiving, this really doesn't even matter to me. I yeah. feel great. And yeah. the dad's like, yeah, what kind oh. of thing is that to say to the parents? <laughs> um, oh, and before they go meet the parents, they sort of cuddle on a bench near the hangar, the airplane hangar, and are like, this was so great, so fun. I'm falling in love with you. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I'm falling in love with you. It's crazy how it just keeps happening. Yep. He's just, uh, he's just in love with in, but No, he's not, he's not in lovely. There's a really large difference. Yes, yeah. it's true. Says Colton. I wish Twitter. I could There's be that large self-aware difference. of the stages of the process. <laughs> well, it's like sometimes you're starting to fall. Mm-hmm. And then you're falling. I'm not mm-hmm. familiar. And then <laughs> you're like really falling Deeply, and and then you're in love. Yeah. Okay. It's how it works. So we have and to wait for him. It's just science. So yeah, we have to wait for it's him just to biology. say, I'm deeply in love for yeah. us to know right. that he's even in love. Right. Everything else is just like mm-hmm. a Yeah, step. it's like you just, you're like, I'm falling in love, but then I just halted that process, and now you are gone. I know. To me, it always makes it sound like you could just like be like, I'm falling in love right now, but I could really stop at any time, <laughs> yeah. like by my own choice or for any other reason. Yeah. Um, so they are like, great. Uh, my parents haven't met a new guy since my ex-husband, who was also like her first serious boyfriend. And uh, we see her her dad and mom and her two brothers. Her little brother was so, <laughs> her cute. so cute. Oh, my God. And they're like gearing up. They're like, this guy needs to be a superstar who will never hurt Tasha. So very no realistic press. standards. Yep. Uh, Tasha and her mom are like twins. Twins, yeah. It was like her parents are so to cute. Me. They're really but cute. Her mother I loved her stunning. family too. It was like a small group, just like the closest people to her. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, her brothers were super cute. Yeah, I liked I liked the more intimate family. Um, home. We actually got a, a sense of them because there were right. Yeah, there weren't. It wasn't just like people. who's this woman that she's talking <laughs> yeah. to right now? Is it her aunt or her sister? Hard to say. Um, so. Uh, Tasha. Uh, oh, yes. They talk about the skydiving and how he is no longer nervous to meet her family. And her dad is like, excuse me, yeah. sir. Um, you should be nervous. And and I think after her parents kind of stare blankly at that for a while, he starts being like, oh, right. Maybe that was a really dumb thing to say. <laughs> um, I was only nervous to meet you because, like, I hadn't jumped out of a plane. And I, it's not actually because I care about joining this family. <laughs> um, and so Tasha sits down with her mom and they have just a very straightforward conversation. I want you to be loved unconditionally. And Tasha's like, me too. And, and she's like, I, I learned a lot yep. from mm-hmm. my marriage and mm-hmm. it's, you know, dissolution and that all makes sense. Yeah. Um, and Colton sits down with her dad, Desmond, who has, has a lot seen, of tough questions. And has not seen the show. <laughs> really? No. no, no, no. I'm just from the fact that he's like, how could you already talk about marriage? Yeah. Like, unfortunately, I mean, that is the content of the show. Do you know what show you that your daughter You can see the show on. as many times as you want, but it's like your daughter 
I no, I like agree. I the, ske- the skepticism is warranted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what's so interesting about the home t- is like with the contestants on the show. You're always like, you knew what you were signing up for. Like this was the deal. And with the parents, it's like they didn't agree to like no. start talking about marriage or like considering marriage for their daughter or son. After, like, like I really thought you'd go home by now. <laughs> they right. just thought it was like a fun experience. Like you get to travel yeah. and have fun again. Get more Instagram followers. Like, now he's here I, in my house. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What a nightmare. Desmond um, had some real pointed questions for I Colton. Loved mm-hmm. I loved it, too. I did, too. Colton, he's like, how can you really be ready to talk about marriage? And Colton's like, I'm falling in love with her. And Desmond says, love, that's a strong word. And I'm sure that you're a smart man and you can pick the right words. But sometimes, you you know, people just fall back on the words that you're used to and you weave a web for yourself, which is exactly what Colton is doing. Because yes. he, he's using the same language when he talks to every single family. Yep. And so what he's doing is creating expectations with four different women and four different families that he obviously cannot follow cannot through, follow on. through nope. on. Um, but Colton is like, no, this is, I know what I'm saying. And, uh, Desmond is like, do you know, does Tasha know how you feel? And he says, yes, she does. And then he's like, how can you fall in love if you're in love with more than one person? And Colton's basically like, first time for me, buddy. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I've never I had mean, the opportunity to do that before, yeah. <laughs> but now I've been blessed with this opportunity. But again, he could fall, but then stop. He could stop right. the fall. Yeah. That's what he should have told her dad. Right. It's a controlled spin fall. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's actually repelling yeah. into love. Oh. Um, yeah. That visual works for me. Yeah. 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 Skydiving into love. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Skydiving. to another cheek person. Cheeks slapping. Everything's going. Skydiving into love is how is how most of us do it. But I feel mm-hmm. like Colton is, like, being lowered by, like, some sort of, like. Yeah, because he could just, uh, you know, just pause at yeah. any time. He's, like, he's playing Peter Pan. And they're, like, yep. reeling him down. And then they could just stop. Um, it's more like that. So uh, Desmond is, like, would you, could you give her an honest answer to the question, are you falling in love or in love with someone else? And Colton says, yes, I could. But he does not say what that answer would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know. Yeah. But we know. Uh, Colton's, like, I only want to be engaged and married once. And I don't know when I'll have another opportunity to ask man to man if I have your blessing. This time he does say blessing. Yeah. I actually was very careful to write down yes. the exact word he mm-hmm. used each time. I, I was glad. But he threw in he man said, to man, which is something that I hate. I know. I know. It was a real, I was like, I have a lot of mixed emotions. Man to man. <laughs> I mean, the whole deal with, with these conversations is that, and Colton tweeted, you know, oh, I also talked to the moms, which I'm sure he did. Mm-hmm. They didn't show as many of those conversations. But also Colton did go out of his way to say, and the show depicted him saying multiple times, saying multiple, multiple times, times that he needs the dad's permission, permission, which is a stronger word than blessing, mm-hmm. I think, and yes. that he couldn't marry a woman without her dad's permission. He couldn't shake a dad's hand. He couldn't look a dad in the eye. Like he's right. very focused on permission of the father. And we see this in the man to man comment too, which comes some variation of that comes up a couple times, which is this idea that like if not the most important relationship here, then sort of the determining one uh, is between the potential husband and the father, like sort of as the two responsible parties. Right. They are brokering yeah. the deal. Right. And, and look, uh, I think this gets really tough to talk about because, of course, people should 
be free to get engaged, married to whoever they want in whatever way they want with their family's involvement at whatever level they want. It's very personal. Um, But especially when we're talking about a show that gives very explicit messages about what, you know, a kind of idealized uh, dating and and love and marriage should look like. It's, there's room for critique. And we ha- it's important to me to acknowledge that the history of a lot of these things that we take for granted as tradition is, like, kind of fucked up. Um, I mean, it's based, it's rooted in the concept that marriage was, you know, an economic brokerage and that women were property passed from their male parental figure to their husband. Mm-hmm. So when you just say, like, that's just tradition, that's just my values, well, that's the value that you're in passively endorsing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a neutral thing. And, like, values have uh, different consequences for different people. And uh, treating a woman's father like he is sort of, like, in charge of her is not a, a neutral or necessarily harmless thing to do, although, you know, it can feel very benevolent. It does reinforce this idea that, you know, a woman's value comes from how the men in her life protect her, um, how valued she is by them, um, and and that her role is to defer to them. Um, and that plays into a much larger system in which women are separated into sort of the women who are to be cherished and infantilized and never, like, forced to take on any responsibility um, to run their own lives. Um, and then the women who are sort of, like, um, have to work, you know, because they their families don't have as much money or women who have to, um, you know, fill in these roles as, like, more sexually promiscuous women, you know, separating out the the Madonnas and the whores sort of it it all it plays into that whole system. And so we're looking at the side that looks sort of more uh, sweet, mm-hmm. but it has all of these, I think, much darker uh, ramifications. Um, and so it it was hard to watch last night because it was pressing on that point so much harder than past seasons even have. Right. Yeah. And it is something that comes up most seasons on The Bachelor, but we have been moving a little bit away from it. And this, this felt was like, just so intense. Oh, it was yeah. so permission. And it felt the minded. way it was like edited and the way it was presented to us is like it, they wanted this to happen. They wanted a conversation to happen. Mm-hmm. They're like drumming up a controversy, um, which again, we haven't like seen hometowns like this in a while. Um, right. There was such a hyper focus yeah. on that, quote, man to man conversation mm-hmm. on the term permission on, you know, it's just it, it was frustrating messaging um, and, and whether or not he spoke to the moms. You know, I'm glad that he did. But of they course, should have I, showed it. Like, right. But, the, but if it, it was important yeah. and considered pertinent to the narrative. It would yeah. have been shown. Exactly. Because in the not. past they have shown and you would find, you know, especially the men. And, and that's something that still does bother me is the idea that the man comes in and has to kind of get the blessing. Mm-hmm. And when it, the position is reversed, it's not quite as – there isn't as much of an emphasis on the woman, you know, getting the the – 
permission permission or or blessing of her future in-laws um but there is still there there's always going to be this feeling of like these are the people who are most important to the person that I might be proposing to or getting engaged to and I want them to approve of me there's always going right. to be that but like it's and that very that makes sense right yeah. but like I don't think that I have in recent memory seen someone come on the show and basically say like I can't marry this adult woman unless her dad gives me her his permission mm-hmm. and it was just very explicit yeah yeah um, and while we're on the subject, Desmond is the first guy to sort of not immediately give the blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, Colton, I appreciate you, if you will, <laughs> manning up. Great. Uh, but I just met you. I need to make sure it's the right thing. I think you're a good guy, but obviously I want to protect her. Um, Colton is devastated because yeah. now I guess he he, can't can, he is her. not allowed to yeah. Yeah. propose to Tasha. He can't continue this relationship if he doesn't have the blessing or permission. <laughs> um, I mean, that's why the whole thing is so weird because obviously who would want to be in the position of being like, I bless this marriage between a man I've never met and mm-hmm. my beloved child. But also, like, withholding it feels weird. Yeah. It's like, now you can't marry my child, um, which is also gross. Like, so th- it just sets up this sort of no-win sort of weird situation. Yeah, like, if you think about the situation, dad shouldn't want to give this guy permission right. to marry their – they just freaking met. So right. it's it like, wouldn't be a wrong thing for him want. to be like, no. Yeah. Like, but they, the producers are like – but Colton, you have to get this because this means that you can continue your relationship. And he's like, you're right. That's what it means. It's just it's a game. It's like he went it into it like like it's, it was it was a task and he needed to come back had to get that result. Exactly. I mean, he gave like the same speech to all of yeah. them with very nothing minor. was personal in these no, like it father. Felt very canned. Yeah. Yeah. It was very much just like as a man, it is my task and my duty <laughs> mm-hmm. and my unpleasant obligation to ask you for permission <laughs> And I will not leave here until I have secured it. Um, but he doesn't get it right away from Tasha's dad. He's like, I'm not marrying her father, but I do need to have his permission. So, so we're completely clear. <laughs> and um, remembering, like, Tasha was recently married yeah. and recently divorced. Um, of course, her dad's going to be like, uh, I yeah. don't think I'm ready for this. Like, he's probably still a little heartbroken. Of course. I mean, it's just... As a parent, I would be like, I don't want you to marry this guy, but I also would not want to be in the position of being like my adult child who's already been married once. I'm in charge of whether they get to get married again. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah. Um, he talks to her older brother. Um, I don't know if he's older than her, but he's the older of the two brothers. Um, and he's like, you know, Tasha had a really hard time after the divorce. My dad's very protective. And then Colton's like, cool, so what do you do? And he's like, federal law enforcement. Yeah. And Colton's like, holy shit. And he's like, I will chase you down. I love it. <laughs> um, so uh, then Tasha talks to her dad herself. Um, and she's like, Colton is so upfront. He's not like my last relationship where I was told what I wanted to hear. And um, Desmond's like, are, are you sure? Yeah, it's like, yeah. how do you know? <laughs> how do you know? Um and they both talk about how difficult the aftermath of the divorce was. Um, and her dad's like, he seems nice, but it's also about bringing the right things to the table. And she's like, no, he's different. 
He's good for me. He's really close to his family. Always during these conversations, I'm like, wow, these people do not know each other very well at all. No. It's like, what are some specific reasons that you're good for each other? And it's like, he's nice to his mom, yeah, I and guess? he accepts me, yeah. Um, and he asks if she would accept a proposal, and she says yes. Her father is horrified. Mm-hmm. He like gasps, and he's like, you don't microwave relationships, and that's what's going on. <laughs> I liked that. Yeah, I love that. Her dad had great some great one line. Yeah. Her dad, um, but she's like, "Look, you raised me to be very cautious and make good decisions." And he has been like a light for me after the pain I suffered in this divorce. And her dad's like, "Okay, well, I see that you're happy, and that's all I have to go off of. So I trust you, and I feel much better now." So he sits the whole family down. <laughs> it was like Colton, my man. Yeah, man to man. With you everybody else. You <laughs> got you got my blessing, guy. Yes. He's content with saying that. Um, and he's like, Colton has promised me a few things. Oh, right. Because yes. her dad told Colton if he at any point does not, um, basically does not feel it with Taysha or any of the women he needs to. Yeah, that's about. not how the show works, unfortunately. No, unfortunately, right. there's like a pre predetermined <laughs> timeline, but, you know. Um, so next up is Cassie, and last, I guess, next and last. And she meets him on the beach in mm-hmm. Huntington Beach, mm-hmm. her hometown. She loves Huntington Beach so much. She really looks like she should just be on a postcard for Huntington, Huntington Beach. Beach. She fits perfectly in. I know. The, She's in the lifeguard stand. Like, oh, I'm just like hair. a great outfit, like yeah. those nice, flowy, very flattering pants mm-hmm. with a bathing suit Emma top. Emma looks great in them, too. I mean, it's a good look. Um, and she don't got, usually wear them with a bathing suit top, but like yeah. maybe I should you think should, about you could. it. But in Huntington Beach, in you Huntington, would. Yeah, exactly. that's true. That's the problem. Yeah, you're not wearing your flowy pants in the right setting. Mm-hmm. Um, so she teaches him how to surf. He thinks she's the perfect balance of sexy and cute. Mm-hmm. Colton just studied some rom coms very closely. He was like, "How does dating go? Yeah. What?" You mm. must be sexy and, and cute. cute. I think that's like directly a line. No that's, problem. That's a pickup line from Crazy Stupid Love. Yeah. <laughs> it's like an exact quotation. It's not even <laughs> subtle. Um, and uh, so they practice the surfing. Colton's not that great at it, but it's okay. He's got a lot of muscle to yeah. balance on that He's board. a football player, remember? Yeah. He doesn't yeah, have to be good at most tough. things. Exactly. I mean, honestly... I I would be just terrible. Oh yeah, trying to surf. No. So balance is again. Not kudos to Colton thing. for just having fun with it and yeah. not caring that he's bad. It was a cute idea. <laughs> and Cassie looks great. On it was a sexy so. and cute idea. Yeah. Can't he snowboard though? Like I would think that would give him some balance. Yeah, maybe. I mean, listen. <laughs> Who am I to compare but those things? I've never done yeah. either. <laughs> Snow doesn't move like the water. You know, yeah, like that's the ocean. true. Yeah. Surfing's hard. I've tried it and I'll it's, never try it again. It looks very hard. Yeah. yeah. I never never will try. Uh, so he's feeling like his main doubt coming into the date is what her feelings are. She's been a little bit more reserved with them. He's like, I get the sense she's not that into me, but yeah. I like her best. So yeah. here yeah. we are. Um, can you blame him? So they go to uh, meet her family. She's like, my family's very close. I want my husband to be close to them, too. And he's like, totally. I love family, and I do not take it lightly. 
He doesn't take anything lightly, you <laughs> nope, guys. He nope. takes everything very heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so she's like, I need my family's approval. And he's like, absolutely. They make out. And then they <laughs> show up at the home. I had a, a reaction to seeing her family that was sort of like that scene in Parks and Rec when you meet Jerry Gergich's family. Mm-hmm. Her mom and sisters. Oh they sounded gosh. like hyenas. Like they, they were so perfect looking. Mm-hmm. And just they, like all, Cassie. they all just look the same. And I kept forgetting. Gore. I, it was, even the dad is handsome. Like the whole family was pretty. Not as handsome as his wife. Oh, yeah. And daughters. Mm-hmm. And, like, perfectly groomed. <laughs> yeah. Like, clearly puts a lot of um, effort into her appearance. It, and uh, Very good genes. I yes. very rarely have the reaction of, like, is that your mom or your sister? It's usually just a line. I kept forgetting which one was her mom. Mm-hmm. Very unsettling. Like, uncanny <laughs> valley of hotness. Um, so. Uh, Welcome she- to Huntington Beach. <laughs> Wow. I could never live in a place like that. No. I'm not even hot enough for New York, which is <laughs> the like. The mom is hotter than me. I mean, I mean oh my it's God, terrifying. Yeah. And um, I'm hot, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, real, real dime. Uh, True. So, um, so, again, we see her dad kind of like circling from the margins and eyeing Colton. He's like, I see Colton being very affectionate with Cassie, but I don't know if he's like that with all the girls. Narrator voice. Yeah. He is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, he seems like a guy. Yeah. I liked that. <laughs> Accurate. Um, he's, he's a man yeah. who's in my house. Yeah. I almost wonder if he said something like, he seems like a nice guy. And yeah. then they clipped it out so that he would seem more like skeptical. a guy. Yeah. Just like, let's just having him say, like, he seems like a guy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's. More sinister. Um, so they are, like, so overwhelmed by her presence. And I was like, she's been gone for, like, a month. Yeah, but they're like, ah, ah. I was like, she must never be away from home. They're clearly very used to, like, having her around. Mm-hmm. She's been away. Yeah. From, I mean, at, when I was 23, my family was used to seeing me, like, once a year. Yeah. So would have had a slightly different reaction. Yeah, yeah. They'd be like, I, hey, what's up? Yeah, 23, yeah. it was like I had just only been back in the country for a year yeah, <laughs> yeah. or less. So yeah. I mean, I love my family, but whenever people on the show are like, I'm super close to my family, I'm like, oh, we're different. <laughs> um, so uh, she talks to her sister um, and is like, he's the first person who really gets me on every level. Um, and her sister just starts immediately tearing up. <laughs> she thinks Cassie is perfect. Mm-hmm. And they're just both these Two just beautiful women, just yeah, she's loving like, Don't each other. Don't settle for anything less than perfect. And then yeah. I'm looking at their perfect cheekbones. Going, <laughs> yeah, man. And her sister is is the one dating the famous guy. Oh, oh is she? Greg right, right, Sulkin. Right. Yeah, oh. from like Runaways. If you've seen Marvel's Runaways, I really, it's great. It's a really fun show. Uh, but he's well, she's very got that look. Too. Like I'm like she should be famous. Like she's she apparently famous? in like Hallmark movies. I was gonna say those eyebrows, saying. everything about her. She's got the look. Yeah. The whole family just has the look. Um, and I I see her sister being like, I was going to set you up with some much cooler guys. Mm-hmm. And this is all falling apart now. Um, her sister's like, don't shove down any doubts. There are so many other guys out there. Like, don't rush into this. Um, but Cassie's like, I don't know. I feel like I'm falling in love. Oh, my God. That sounds so weird yeah. to say. Like, I don't really know. Love. Yeah. Cassie is not as ready to... To take the plunge mm-hmm. as the other three women. Um, 
Well, she, she is 23 years old, they, as they, they all are, are except yeah. Tasha. Yeah. Tasha's the only one where I really felt like... I feel like Kaylin and Hannah G really feel like they're ready. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and Cassie was the one who seemed on every level the least ready. But Tasha's the only one where I was like... I, I do feel like she yeah. knows what she's getting into. Mm-hmm. Like Kerpa told us. Kerpa told us. Yeah. <laughs> She'll listen to Kerpa. <laughs> uh, so Colton talks to her mom first, and she's like, I can see your chemistry from your body language, which is always what I want my parents to tell. Yeah, I'd immediately be like, stop touching me. <laughs> <laughs> be like, wow, you two are really into each other. It's yeah. like, mom, stop. But he, he was, like, very handsy. He I was, was like, I don't think... Uh, my husband did that when I brought him home to meet my parents for the first time. I would have been yeah. horrified. I would have been like, you know what? Maybe let's just yeah, cool it a yeah. little bit. Chill out a don't, little. Don't get them to start thinking about what we're doing yeah. when they're not here. Yeah. Like, they don't need to think about that. Uh, so he tells her, you know, I'm falling in love with Cassie. And and three other women. Yeah. <laughs> and her her mom is concerned. She's like, I know you're also, you know, falling for other women. And he's like, ah. Uh, and she says, has Cassie told you how she feels? And he says, no, and that's fine. And her mom says she's very picky. Her heart was hurt, I guess, by this reality show guy she dated. Um, and even though I think she broke up with him. But maybe you know, it's because he's a mutual sucked. hurt. Maybe he yeah, has something true. to her. I haven't seen the show. I yeah, should watch. Probably right. ups and downs. It's a reality show. <laughs> and she uh, thinks he's genuinely falling in love with Cassie. I was having flashbacks to that moment when Hannah B. met his parents. And they were like, do you know how he feels about you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that felt like a tell that they were like, I don't think he's really into you. And I felt like her mom was having the same thought that same. like I don't, yeah. don't really feel like. Same. So she was like, is he going to reveal information to me that actually she is? Yeah. I also, I, I liked that her mom said, like, I don't want her to feel like she has to rush to be engaged. Right. And Who that's not yeah. that for their child. It's just a really good point, especially when you're considering that, you know, the majority of these women are 23. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. What well, were you doing when you were 23? Not, I wasn't, like, looking to get engaged. Gosh, I was spending a lot of time in my bed, in my twin bed, in my sublet, <laughs> crying. Yeah, it was like I had just submitting my York. resume to mm-hmm. online sites. Yep. Yeah, yeah, desperately trying to get a new job because I had moved to New York and was working a really crappy job, like, writing business yeah. listings, and it became miserable. I went on a couple OkCupid okay dates, and then I would come home afterwards and cry and be like... I'll never find love again. Yeah, at least you got... I was so, living with my parents, like, getting ready to move into my apartment in the city. Yeah. Um, I did I did go out in the Lower East Side more than I have yes, ever yeah. again. I was there, too, girl. <laughs> I was there. I will say this. I always make fun of the young women. I met my husband when I was 24. It's totally... So did I. A normal time yeah. to, to meet. But there is such a timeline rush, and I think that is— Right. It's, it's, not, it's not that, like, at 23 you can't know that you're ready or yeah. you, you can't—you're you, an adult woman. You have the agency to do, like, rushed to to do what you want. Yeah. But right. the, the structure of this show, it feels—it always feels absurd, but it yeah. feels a little bit more absurd when you're talking about a bunch of women who, you know, have just finished college. no other reason to rush— Right, yeah. except it's for the show. Like my There's... biological clock is ticking. Yeah. It's well, like... it, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's just so much. It becomes so much more apparent that it is this completely constructed rush. Yeah. Right. Um. So, uh, she sits down with her dad. Um. 
And she's like, I think this is great because if he picks me at the end, it means he's really explored every other relationship mm-hmm. and he knows for sure that it's There me. are only like three other women in the world yeah. that Colton could have a relationship with yeah. and they are on this show. And mm-hmm. he's met them all. Um, he's never going to meet another girl that he likes. Never. <laughs> there is a finite number of blonde Instagram influencers out there, <laughs> believe it or not. Mm. Um, and he's like, well, what about you? Like, do you feel like you'd want to become engaged? And she's like, I don't know. But like, I wouldn't be here if I didn't see the potential. And uh, he seems very worried, too, about the accelerated timeline. Um, he wants to know how she could be sure after such a short time. And, like, this isn't something you just jump into. And she's like, I'm not dumb. You have to know I'm being smart about this. And he's like, I know, but you're 23. You've got a long life ahead of you. This is not like buying a car. And she's like, well, I don't want you to be mad at me if I make a decision oh, that you don't like. This was such a – these. Were, this was one of those conversations where I really felt like definitely 23 or 24 is an adult. But the women who have been clearly really sheltered and had an umbrella held over them by their parents, you do feel like they're still sort of in the same sort of life stage as more of like – a high school or like, even it sounded like a student. teenager being like, "Daddy, can I have twenty dollars? I really want to go to the mall." Yeah, like it does. It does still. It was interesting to me though, because I always wonder, like, why aren't more of these women getting into like sort of a sniping with their dad? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It felt it felt kind of realistic to me. Um, a little bit, yeah. I guess with my dad too, it wouldn't be such an awkward conversation. Like we would just talk like. We normally do. Like, we're buddies, and, yeah, I like him a lot, and this is the way, you know, how I feel. And some of them seem much more standoffish with their dads, where Cassie felt much more Right. That's what I mean. It felt like, oh, they're just, like, actually – and you could tell he was trying to be like, I I don't want to make you look bad, but this is my only time with you. (laughs) And, like, you're just – are you sure? Yeah. Um, But, yes, your point is also taken, Claire. I mean, I don't I don't live in Cassie's home mm-hmm. yet. Uh, so it's hard <laughs> for me to really say. But that was just the vibe I got was that she is still very invested. And she says this, too, in her parents' approval and um, and is used to sort of getting their sign off on things. She might not get it this time. Mm-hmm. Who's to say? We'll have to jump ahead a little bit to her dad sitting down with Colton. Um and Colton is like, this was such a great opportunity to go on this show and meet women like your daughter. Wow, that is not a phrase I would like to hear. Like, my daughter is just the sort of model that you got presented, um, like a row of them. Here are a bunch of just women who are similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's falling in love with Cassie. He sees a future with her. And they're both like, she's very special. And he's like, at the end, I will be there if it's us to support and protect her and do everything a husband is supposed to do. And I promise that to you, her father. Only. Mm-hmm. Um, Only her father. Mm-hmm. And he says, I am someone who needs a father's permission at the end of this if I'm getting down on one knee. It's just a part of who Colton is. Mm-hmm. And that's why I want to take this opportunity to ask you if I can have her hand in marriage if it gets to that point. Um, her dad says... I think that a life that's a lifelong commitment that's big and it shouldn't be taken lightly. It is forever, in my opinion. Too often it's done without enough thought. I feel like as far as the hand in marriage, that would be a premature blessing. Mm-hmm. Colton is, again, devastated. devastated. 
Um, you can tell he likes Cassie the most because he is way more effusive yeah. about her. He actually uses some phrases that he didn't use. Yeah, yeah he didn't say preview. that. Did he say he could see a future with the other women to their dads? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. Or if so, he we didn't hear it. It was more just like, listen, here's the kind of guy I am, man mm-hmm. to man. I I would need to know I have your permission in my back pocket yeah. if this were just to happen. And with yeah. Cassie, it was more like. I see a I future am the umbrella. with your daughter. I am the umbrella. <laughs> Prepare to be <laughs> handing off the umbrella to me, the yeah. new umbrella. Um, so they leave without him getting the blessing or the permission. Yeah, and Colton's just like, he can't handle it. He he doesn't know what to do. He he can't. He might not pick her because He's, the dad didn't say yes. I don't know if that's actually. It's going to be like that song that we were discussing earlier, uh, Rude, by yes. the band Magic. Uh, which is, as you may all remember, a song that came out a few years ago uh, in which the singer asks his girlfriend's old-fashioned father for Mm -hmm. her hand in marriage, and her father says no, and then the chorus, uh, why'd you have to be so rude? Don't you know I'm human, too? I only learned that that is what they saw. I'm going to marry her anyway. So why did you ask for permission, buddy? (laughs) Well, because he, as the lyrics go, wants to know, can he have this man's daughter for the rest of his life? But he's going to marry her anyway. Yeah. He needs to know. He doesn't he, need, to he, know. He doesn't well, need to know. Well, he's confused, Claire. Because yeah. this is Colton's thing. He thinks he needs that permission, but he's totally just going to do whatever he wants. Yes. It's all. He's. It's a front. Yeah. It's a front. Um, because, uh, and also Cassie doesn't say, I'm falling in love with you. Nope. He really wanted her to say it. And she does not. She does not. She's like, I want to be 100% confident in whatever I say, and I'm excited to see where things go. A little late in the game to be at that stage, mm-hmm. Cassie. Um, and so you're thinking, like, is this it for Cassie? She didn't open up to him enough? No, no, it is not. No, it yeah. is not. Uh, she uh, shows up at the rose ceremony in white, maybe to send a little, a little bridal. And walks in like, oh, my God, I should maybe I should have said more. Like, Yeah. And we're all like, no, you're good, girl. Like, there's, <laughs> yeah, you're sticking around. Um, so he's like, I'm falling in love with, you know, I'm going to be saying goodbye to someone I'm falling in love with no matter what. And we're like, yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> um, you told us. <laughs> so I guess now they all, that's a little hint to all of them that he's been yeah. saying it to all of them. Uh, and he hands out the roses to Hannah. Tasha. At this point, Kaylin swears and like hold, like squeezes Cassie's hand. That was sweet. I mean, they clearly thought they would be the final two. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the point when they realize like that that's not going to be the case. And you don't normally see that like in a rose ceremony where the girls are like there for each other because they're competitors. When Rachel was sent home, she gave uh, Raven a note. But I do wonder the way this played out if they were like, we're going to be the final two. And Kaylin was like, I, I'm going to marry him. And Cassie mm-hmm. was like, bachelorette? Yeah. Because Cassie's <sighs> not sure if she's ready to get engaged, but she clearly wanted to stay. Yeah. Kaylin, I feel like she, wa- she wanted that she... for Cassie, and she yeah. also wanted to marry Colton. Yeah. yeah. Um, She seemed genuinely devastated. Like, I think she was having this moment of, like, I thought we were both going to get what we wanted. Yeah. And, and instead... And also, it was kind of glaring. So Cassie gets the final rose, and Chris is like, say your goodbyes. She only hugs Cassie. Yeah. I know. That was weird. Yeah. Um, and says, I love you. Bye, friend. Get engaged. Yeah. I wrote that in my notes, yeah. too. Yeah. 
I've never seen that. Mm-mm. That was that was something. We do see that scene where uh, Rachel gave Raven a note, but we don't know what it said. Right. Um, so this is, I think, the first time we've really seen yeah. the, like, passing of the mm-hmm. baton. Like, it's going to be you now. Yeah. Like, if I can't get engaged to this guy, <laughs> yeah. at least my friend will. Yeah. yeah. These That's two usually girls. what I say when, when I get broken yeah. up with. Who I'm are like, these other two girls? I hope Nobody my gets. best friend marries him. Yeah. So weird. I mean, or maybe they were both like, you know, maybe it's the other. Maybe she was like, I wanted Cassie to have Colton and I thought I was going to be Bachelorette. It's not too late for her to be Bachelorette. True. She's still in like well within the, the range of what they would yeah, consider. Yeah, I mean, wasn't Colton – did Colton go home after uh... – But right before Fantasy Suites. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. so she could totally Same still be yeah. Bachelorette. Um, it's usually that too. Didn't Rachel went home She hometown? was after Fantasy, Fantasy Suites. Yeah, after Fantasy yeah. Suites. Um, so – unclear exactly what they had both really expected to happen, but they definitely thought they were going to be final two. And uh, and now uh, it's just Cassie left from the dynamic duo. Colton walks Kaylin out um, and she... Kaylin is just like holding back tears. She's, she's trying to remain calm. face is very calm. tight. Yeah. Oh, this... This whole exchange was painful yeah. for me to watch. Yeah. She just... She's clearly in shock. Um... And then she says, like, she just keeps saying, like, I feel so stupid. Mm -hmm. I feel like an idiot. And this felt really familiar to me. Like, no, honestly, I I think, yeah. And, like, it's very embarrassing to to be rejected, especially, like, to show overt, like, interest and commitment to someone and then have them withdraw it. And you're like, oh, I thought we were in agreement. And now I've been, like, exposed. Yeah. Right. And I think that there's something that feels just so jarring about like there's I think like there's this feeling that I should I should have known I sh- I've missed something I should have protected myself in a more responsible way um you know she says like it's like ev- this happens like the minute essentially I relax I get rejected and I've like felt that way like recently yeah, so yeah. I I I think that's a really really natural feeling like not only has this person you know, hurt me, but like I, it's my fault. Yeah, yeah. Like I put myself in the position to be hurt and I, it's because I missed something and it's because I'm too stupid mm-hmm. to have known what he really felt. And that was just like, yeah, I don't know, it was, it was a little heartbreaking, heartbreaking to me. Um, she starts crying uh, and kind of like crumples into his lap yeah. and he like holds her while she cries for a little bit. It's like, Always, I know a lot of people are like, why are you letting him comfort you when he's the one who hurt you? And this is totally something I would do. Yeah, same. Um, I'd be like, the least you can do is cradle me while I weep. Oh, 100%. (laughs) And he was like even emotional too. So I feel like it was But he doesn't say anything. No. He doesn't really. She's like, I thought it would be us at the end. I thought that we were on the same page. And he's like, "Mm, uh, it was kind of like I had to cut one of you. Yeah. I mean. It's uh, so uh, she gets in the limo. She's like, Colton fooled me. I 100% thought I was getting engaged. Um, I hope there's someone out there for me. This does feel like a very bachelorette edit. Mm -hmm. Um, I think she's certainly in the running. Yeah. Yeah. Out of all the girls this season, I feel like it could be her or her pageant buddy, Kennedy. Yeah. But again, oh. like I, we were saying, I don't know if there's one girl that particularly sticks out as like 
I th- yeah. Usually each season has the one girl that you're like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. But this season is a little more like, maybe we should go back to some of the yeah, classics. Yeah, go back into the archives, yeah. maybe. I uh, mean, it was such a young group. Mm-hmm. And most of the girls who made it toward the end are very young. I could see it being Tasha. I could see it. I could see it being Kaylin. Being Kaylin. Um, I could see it being Hannah B. But I don't know if any of those would be a top choice for me. Not like right. Khloe Kardashian. Right, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that whole thing was very bizarre, yeah. but I I feel like it was Mike Fleiss being like stirring up the pot, right? Well, oh, also yeah. if you if you're like it's going to be Chloe, and then you see that the Bachelor Nation has been really wanting it to be one of the women on the show, that's yeah. one way to find out. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, no, it's got to be Kaylin. We want to see Kaylin. I don't know if that happened because uh, I don't know if there's anyone that people are that excited to see be Bachelorette. No. Oh, also right before we wrap up, we have to mention that um, Reality Steve tweeted. <laughs> Last night that apparently Hannah B. showed up in Alabama at Hannah G.'s hometown date. What? Or like after the hometown date, showed up to Colton's hotel and they just didn't air it. What? I know. Why wouldn't they air that? I they don't love, know. They usually love that thing. Like, you know, the slow walk up the stairs, the knock on the door. Yeah. It's like, Hannah B. Do you think it's just it wasn't dramatic enough and they felt like there was enough meat here that they or did they They're feel wrong. like the state was so repetitive? Did they feel like Hannah's exit would like her arc was completed? Yeah. Maybe right. they maybe. just talked like just wrapped things up a little bit for her. Maybe she had some final questions or maybe they're saving it for the woman tell all. Yeah, maybe they could pull it out later, but um, I mean, maybe that could indicate just, that that they don't want to implicate her in more drama if mm. they've decided that she's really in the running for Bachelorette. For Bachelorette. Exactly. So who knows? But I just wanted to flag that because it's That's kind of crazy. crazy. I wish I could see that. Um, speaking of questionable decisions made by Hannah, uh, we have to talk about the credit sequence. Oh God! When we learn that Hannah. Has been rapping for years. Yeah. She's a big rapper. Her family is like, has she rapped for you? And he's like, no. And she's like, oh, oh. I love to rap. Give me <laughs> a beat. She's like, give oh, me a beat. God. Her dad's like. <laughs> oh, my God. I wanted to die. Ooh, I wanted to this. crawl into my own skin and like disappear. Yeah. Um, That's a great. <laughs> so then she's all like, I'm here with Colton and I need to say I'm falling in love in a particular way. And I was like, wow, she should be a recording artist. This is a freaking ridiculous. What I'd skills? Like, remix. White girls never seem to know what rapping actually is. No. They're just like, I'm saying some things. They sort of rhyme. I'm rhyming. Someone is beatboxing in the background. There's no real sense of like scansion no. or like rhythm. At least I have the wherewithal to just to not. To not. Yeah. That's the key. That's the one thing do that you should do. Definitely. Especially when there's cameras rolling in front of your face. Like, oh yeah, yeah this is perfect yeah. time to rap. And then she's like really pleased at the end. She's like, I did it. And everyone's like, word. And you're like, dear God, no. stop. Make it stop. And then Make her dad stop. says that was so bad. And she's like, what? And he's like, bad means good. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> Oh, dear. <laughs> I didn't learn that in etiquette class. Oh, Damn. Oh, I, I we mean, missed the rapping part of the If we're going to talk about, about the importance of etiquette, then we should maybe also talk about the how, like, offensive <laughs> that whole thing was. Yeah, pretty offensive. Um, there are, you know, there are some kinds of etiquette that we value and some kinds that we're just like, who cares yeah. how people feel? Word. Let's not be too PC. Uh <laughs> Okay, so that kind of wraps up the episode. Next week, we're going to see Fantasy Suites. The fence jump. We're going to see the fence jump. Are you sure? Yes. (laughs) Yes. It's happening. 
it's happening. And it seems like Cassie's maybe going to fuck up in some way. Mm-hmm. Who who knows? I mean, something has to happen to make him jump the fence. Yeah. Right. Who and else could drive him to jump the we fence? We see some Only tears Cassie. from Cassie, and it seems like she's, like, in a car. So right. Guys, what's going to happen? Yeah. Cassie is the only one who could entice him to jump that fence. Yes. Yeah. Nobody He's going to go after her. Uh, that's my prediction. And it's a double uh, yes. double episode week, yeah. right? Because then we have Women Tell All. Mm-hmm. This is the last single episode week of the season. Next week Lord we have help us. Fantasy yeah. Suites, Women Tell They're All. There, the week after that, a two-night finale. Why? There Why? better be something fucking huge happening because I'm not watching four hours of this. <laughs> There's if more it's the Ari footage shit. they never showed from last <laughs> year. <laughs> They're like, uh, that's it. We can never go back to a normal finale no. now after that. They're going to show that un- uh, edited Hannah B scene. Yes. <laughs> it is the most shocking scene you've seen in Bachelor history tonight. You know, honestly, I wouldn't be mad at it, you know, as long as something is actually happening other than him, like, staring off a balcony and being like, I still don't know who to choose. Yeah. It's Cassie. Um, can't wait to see what happens. No. Lee, thank you so much for it's joining us. It's been a us. delight. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been great. <laughs> I'm and so thank you glad. for giving me permission to be well, on. I'm just like, glad your husband and father gave you permission to yes. be here. Yeah. We, are, uh, we obviously checked ahead of time because yeah. what kind of women would we We've be? We've taken yeah. an etiquette course. Okay? <laughs> thank you, guys. It meant everything to me. All right. I think basically our whole <laughs> episode this week was Feminism Fails. But yeah. let's just do it again for just good measure. a little measure. run through. Uh, just to recap, uh, we have Colton asking four different fathers for their specific fatherly permission to propose to their daughters. Uh, as we discussed, uh, this is a relic of... A system in which marriage was a way of consolidating property and wealth and where men, you know, made agreements with other men to marry their daughters in order to, you know, exchange uh, exchange resources. And, uh, and, and women were, in fact, part of that property exactly. exchange. Uh, it's a system in which women were treated as chattel. Um, and to this day, uh, reinforces these ideas that Women are are not adult in the same way that men are, that they can't make their own decisions, that they need to be uh, protected um, by men and and obey men. And uh, so that's just going to be an enormous five (laughs) for all of those. Yep. And, uh, you know, sort of as a like one A, we have all of, you know, a handful of the fathers withholding those permission slips uh, because no. They, as their daughter's owner, do not protector. Protector, I'm sorry, protector. Do not give this man permission to yeah. marry her. Yeah, and so I guess he can't. Yeah, uh, that's just how it goes. I guess we'll give that one a, a four. <laughs> it all. Um, I don't know. They all yeah. run together. And uh, let's just take a moment to call out all those comments about talking man to man, manning up, manning up. Uh, again, the implication that the men are the real adults in the room and that adult behavior is for men and uh, that really tough, uh, important conversations are to be had between men. Uh, stop it. Because they got to broker the deal. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to give that a four as well. And then we have the whole umbrella thing. Yes. I'm going to let you know that's going to be a five from me. <laughs> 
and me. Uh, yeah. Fives for all around. Um, as we have discussed at length, this image metaphor feels a little bit, it definitely feels antiquated, feels a little bit um, disturbing. And uh, I would like to imagine a society in which women's and men's roles were not quite so regimented and where... And hierarchical. And hierarchical and where women perhaps, you know, had the option to play a role other than simply being the manager of their household and children. Just just putting it out there. Dare to dream. Yeah. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our wonderful guests, Lee Blickley, and our producers, Nick Offenberg, who isn't here this week, and Sarah Patterson. Please subscribe to Here to Make Friends wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss a moment of Colton's season recaps. We're winding it up, but a lot of good content to come. And make sure to give us a five-star rating and review. It helps other people find the show. And give us a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Here to Make Friends Pod. You can also follow us individually on Instagram and Twitter. I'm at Emma Lady Rose. And I'm at Claire E. Fallon. We'll be back next week with two episodes. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In a fast-paced world, every day brings new challenges and new opportunities. At Strayer University, we know a thing or two about getting and staying ahead of change. For over 130 years, we've been providing students like you with innovative tools and customized support. So you can find your way forward and always keep striving. Visit Strayer.edu to learn more. Strayer University is certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV and has many campuses, including at 2121 15th Street North in Arlington, Virginia.